0: Joining me right now on Kumite Radio is Juan Adams. He'll be fighting on December 15th at UFC on Fox 31 versus Chris De La Rocha. What's going on, Juan? Nothing much, man. Just finished my
1: third workout, so
0: living the life, you know? Definitely, man. Uh, You started your professional career June 2017 and ran the table, leading to a UFC contract 13 months later. Put into words what it feels like to accomplish something others take years to do. Um,
1: you know, it was really hard to to express that in words, but because you, I see guys that I started training with, guys that I looked up to when I first started training, or guys that I, before I even thought about fighting, when I was just giving privates for wrestling, uh, guy, you know, that have committed, you know, been doing this almost as long as I've been alive, mm-hmm. trying to. Trying to get uh, reach the same goal that I did, and it's just it's weird, you know. Um, you know now they're coming up to me saying congratulations, you know, asking me for advice and all this other stuff, and uh, so it's it's really surreal is, is the best word I can I can put to it because in it, it's not necessarily even the big stuff like that, you know, going and seeing guys that have been training MMA or doing striking arts and then had you know, their amateur fights when I was still in college, Um, you know, and so to come out and do it as fast as I did, uh, because we, I mean, we knew I was going to get there quickly, we didn't think it was going to be that quick, Uh, so I I thought I was going to fight out my LFA contract, and I didn't think I was going to be able to get on the Contender Series probably until uh, the following year from what I did. And then even then, we were, um, we really thought best case scenario because I'd only had three fights up until that I was going to get a developmental contract. But, you know, I went out there and I did what I needed to do. And uh, part of it's surreal. But the other part is, you know, it, it was planned. It's not luck. Luck isn't really the good the proper word for it. We, we had an opportunity and we were prepared when that opportunity came up. Like today I had I trained three times today, but I've been training with that same level of intensity since my, you know, right after my first amateur fight, you know, I've been doing strength and conditioning four days a week. I have a striking coach that I go to. At one point I was driving an hour every day to go work with my striking coach at 6 in the morning. I'll go do all my other jobs, go right back out there at 6 p.m. and (laughs) work my striking again because that's what I needed to work to get there. But uh, weird. we're all everyone on my team kind of keeps me real grounded and you have to humble yourself and know what you need to work on
0: listen to the people around you and I did that so and uh, it paid off you know? now going back to that contender series contract winning performance a key moment I thought in that fight was sh- when Sean Teed had you in a leg lock how much danger were you in
1: Honestly, not that much. Um, I train, I've been, so when I first started doing, like, jujitsu or training it, uh, I went to this place called The Dark Side, and that's all they do is leg locks over <laughs> there. I mean, their leg lock special is in no So I went there, and I had been caught with that move so many times, so I knew how far I had to go, and honestly, when he sunk it in, I recognized how, that it wasn't really that deep, and then I was thinking the the hesitation was, okay, which way do I roll? So I started going one way, and it started to hurt, and I'm like, okay, it's the other way. And then I went the other way, and he caught it. He had it for a little bit, and I felt a little pressure on my ankle, but that's when I kind of sat up and shot through. And when you sit up and shoot through, it alleviates that pressure. And, you know, I got the angle I needed to get up and get out, so... But it's all, it was all muscle memory and just going, you know. A lot of it's not even knowing what to do. It's just
0: doing something. <laughs> Are you still training some of your jiu-jitsu through uh, YouTube tutorials? <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of my jiu-jitsu through uh, YouTube tutorials.
1: I, I do go once a week to a legit like, jiu-jitsu class. But the rest of it, uh, I mean, I coach high school wrestling. A lot of it is I adapt my wrestling. I look at different submissions common to MMA and, Yeah, I'm in the heavyweight division. Aside from your very polished grapplers, which I think there's two or three of them, I'm not super concerned about these guys. You know, doing a lot of the sports jujitsu that they try and teach you in in typical classes. So, my main coach, Jeremy Laughlin, is a black belt. He's also a heavyweight. So I train that kind of jujitsu. It's more catch wrestling than jujitsu, but. I do watch a lot lot of YouTube on there, so I always know what's out there, and if I see somebody doing something weird, I I can recognize it.
0: You have been gaining a lot of momentum over the last year on top of attention from the public, and you seem to embrace it with a grain of salt. Who keeps you level-headed the most in your small circle?
1: It's definitely got to be my strength and conditioning coach. Um, You know, everybody kind of takes it as their duty everyone that's close to me kind of takes it as their duty to want to keep me grounded or uh be like a humility check for me because it's, it it does get a little ridiculous I mean I'll be I go out and uh people that knew me before are kind of just like really they, they, they've changed a little bit towards me they're a lot more endearing all the time and then strangers um that'll recognize me, kind of treat me that way. Uh, and it, it's weird. It's a little bit weird. Uh, it's funny to me at times. Uh, my girlfriend, you know, definitely makes fun of me a lot, keeps me grounded. So that uh, there's that. But, you know, you still have the same problems. Uh, and they, they just get amplified. So you just take it with a grain of salt, smile, keep moving. You know, you have your bad days. Everyone has them. You just keep going.
0: Most heavyweights, they float under the 265-pound limit, but you cut weight to make the limit. Yeah. Do you consider yeah. yourself a true heavyweight compared to the guys fighting at 225? Oh, definitely. Um,
1: You know, and every anything can be a true heavyweight. You know, some guys walk around at 250. Some guys walk around at 220. It doesn't really matter, but I'm just a different type of athlete. Uh, you know, I do cut down to 285 uh out of camp you know when i'm before i get in fight camp i'm usually around 305 uh after this last fight i got up to 305 and i was at i believe 20 21 percent body fat at at 305 and we don't my trainer was pissed you know he put me on a a really strict diet and cut out my drinking which is very near and dear to my heart so um right now I'm, i'm walking around at uh I was 283 this morning and then uh after my workouts obviously I drank a lot of water so I was up to about 289 after you know a gallon of water so it's um but you know I'd rather be that weight and hydrated and then just dehydrate the last part out than you know dehydrate 30 pounds out so It's a very, each fight camp is a very strict process. It's, you know, eight to ten weeks of very strict dieting, calorie restriction, carb cycling, everything.
0: Yeah, it seems like you're doing it in a very professional way. Of course, nobody likes cutting weight. With all of this talk about adding, you know, a 165-pound weight class to the UFC, would you be really interested in having a super heavyweight division added? yeah man that would be great because um, that means I can fight more often you know
1: the only thing holding me back from fighting every month is that weight cut you know I can my natural natural body weight like if I'm working out consistently is is 285 like if I'm working out hard like I am now two or three times a day super intense sessions six days a week uh, and then on my off diet, off day just doing a, a light three mile run or something. I'm going to fluct I'm going to walk around fluctuating between 282 and 288 now if I'm working out two or three times a week then I'm going to walk around at about 290 295 and if I'm just partying, then I'm walking around at 305 so uh, now we have to be able to I'm going to have to keep working out you know year-round to stay in that 285 to 290 range so I can take a short notice fight um and as long as I have two weeks' notice, um, and from two ninety, I can I can make that.
0: Yeah, the UFC heavyweight division. I think any heavyweight division, two fights, three fights could change your life. You saw it with right. you know a few fighters in the UFC recently. Do you see yourself changing your life in a three fight, two fight span?
1: Um, I do see that happening for me uh, from a monetary standpoint, at least. Honestly, um. Being in the UFC hasn't really changed changed my life a whole lot. It's it's a goal that I've accomplished. It's changed my standing and my status uh, of people in this community. But the most guys off the street don't they don't recognize me as a celebrity. Uh, even if I do win two three fights, get some highlight real knockouts, it it might change that. Um, but the most thing I see it as you know just securing a way of life securing a certain quality of life and then it would enable me to you know do other things and help other people the way that i was helped to get here
0: i think with the new espn deal going into effect next year and you have a couple fights on espn and you get on sports center i think your life could change quickly
1: oh yeah that too i mean one thing i will say is uh the girls man it's (laughs) been it's been crazy um
0: Luckily, I didn't
1: capitalize as much as I could have since I, I met my girlfriend like a, a couple months after my fight or a month or two after my fight. So that was, uh, but before that, uh, it, was, it was definitely wild. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw that you conducted a survey on Twitter over the summer and the people asked for Chris De La Rocha for your promotional debut. Was the USC creeping on your social media? How did this matchup manifest? um it's actually really funny uh
1: people kept asking me when are you gonna fight when are you gonna fight and I was getting annoyed by it so I tagged uh I kept tagging Mick Maynard in my stuff because I'm in the UFC now and he lives in Houston so uh I would just tag him every now and then just mess with him and finally I think the boiling point was people kept asking me for like three weeks straight. And I was like, you know what? Just go bug Dana. Go spam Dana, Mick, and the UFC. And maybe it'll happen. And, and Mick messaged me. He was like, I do not respond to social media requests for fights. So then I had my manager message him. And my manager texted him, called him. We made a few calls. And a few days later, uh, Chris De La Rocha popped up. So... We- we had, we had said that name a couple of times. I said, you know, what about this guy? Because it got to a point where I was just, like, tagging every heavyweight. Like, hey, I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. I don't care, you know. <laughs> so, um, luckily, you know, we threw a name out there once we had mixed attention and um, it went from there.
0: What are your thoughts on De La Rocha's skill set? I mean, uh,
1: you know, yeah have to respect his skill set to a certain degree he is in the UFC um I just think everywhere he's at I'm I'm better uh you know and that's all there really is to it I I don't want to disrespect him too much you know but it's just the fact of the matter is you know I'm I'm undefeated and he's not and you know I land more strikes per minute I absorb fewer strikes per minute I have You know, I get more takedowns. I've never been taken down. Uh, I've never been put on my back, on my butt, or on my hip or anything. So so, uh, I just think every area that he claims to be good at, I'm better. How would you
0: describe your fighting style? Oh, man, Uh, one word would just be wow, Uh, (laughs) the
1: rest of it it is really hard to explain i, I mean i am definitely a stalking type of fighter I move forward a lot but I also incorporate a lot of lateral movement and my fighting style isn't really set yet because I have had so few fights I'm growing and changing every fight so
0: I do identify
1: as a grappler mostly um, you know and I feel like the fear of my grappling really opens up my striking game and you know as i get more and more confident in it i am only gonna get better um so right now i, I call myself a wrestle boxer uh, it's more like a wrestle boxing type style but you know who knows three or four fights down the line you might see me throwing some uh some Yair Rodriguez type stuff you know i, I watch all the highlights so um.
0: <laughs> you know you're you're still young and you say you mentioned earlier you train three times a day so you're always upgrading your 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 computer, right? Your mind, you know, your body. Is yeah. it more fun? Is it a lot of fun for you right now? That you, since you're so young and you're 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 elevating yourself every day. That is fun. You know, the, it's fun seeing the results. Uh,
1: the work is the work is never fun. You know, and in my mind, uh, I do enjoy working out. I do enjoy that process. I enjoy learning, but you know, it, it's gonna be a struggle. It's always a struggle. Uh, there's days definitely that. I wake up, you know, I don't, I don't like taking a whole lot of supplements. Um, I just don't. I don't. Uh, even in college, I never really liked taking supplements. Um, I only take uh, a protein isolate now because my calories are, are so low and I need the nutrients. But uh, so that, that that is hard. You wake up, there's aches and pains every day going out there. But, you know, the first time you hit a new move that you've been working on for days, weeks, months, It's super rewarding. There's nothing else really quite like it.
0: You know, a lot of the guys in the heavyweight division are probably keeping an eye on you because they saw your performance on the Contender Series. You're still young, and they might pick at your flaws. Yeah. Not having displayed your full potential, do you see that as a a big advantage going into every fight coming up? Uh, So, yeah, I, I do see that as an
1: advantage because... I, you know, my coaches know my flaws. Every fight, they're the first ones to tell me, literally, I'll be backstage for a minute and, like, good win, but this is what you should have done differently. This is what you could have done. We're not going to dwell on the bad right now, but just know you get two weeks off and we're back to work. So it's um, – that is, is beneficial for that, and I also am grateful that I have coaches and cornermen that recognize my flaws before I do because um, – I don't want to have a whole lot of them to exploit. I don't like getting hit. Like, nobody likes getting hit. So uh, it, it is a huge bonus because if you look at my fights from amateur all the way up to pro, no two fights are the same. And they all look different. I, all, I display a different skill set each time. And um, though they all end the same way, how I get to that endpoint is different in every fight. So I, I do like that. And, if they're trying to game plan for me, you know, I don't have the same game plan going into fights. I, I always want to try something different, and I'm also not displaying my full skill set each fight. You know, for as of right now, all I've shown really is a jab and a cross and wrestling. Like
0: <laughs> that's it. All right, last question before I let you go: What do you bring to the UFC heavyweight division that is always looking for a star? Oh
1: man, I definitely, um, I definitely bring the social media presence. Uh, I'm pretty open book on there. Uh, I'm very interactive with fans, you know. Uh, I've been told I'm funny, uh, <laughs> you know, and I definitely think I'm, I'm better looking than most of the heavyweights in this division uh, from an aesthetic standpoint. And I would just bring a new level of athletic ability that I don't think the heavyweight division's ever seen before and might not ever see again.
0: So, All right, December 15th, Juan Adams will make his promotional debut, UFC, on Fox 31 versus Chris De La Rocha, thank you, Juan, for your time, and uh, good luck on your fight, man.
1: Thanks, man. Have a good
0: one. You do.